Today is Tuesday, it's the 31st of January, 2017. So we are already 12 days into our Metta Meditation Retreat. So Sayadaw has come to see and know that you meditators have been able to cultivate metta to a certain degree. What is needed is that we continue to cultivate metta to make it really very strong, powerful. The stronger and more powerful our metta is, the more peaceful our life will become. So when our metta is really very powerful and strong, this uh, makes our life really peaceful and it also has an influence on other people, other beings we encounter in our life and helps them to have a happy, peaceful life. So that's why you should try to really uh, make your metta very strong and powerful. Today, Sayada will explain how to cultivate metta for an enemy. So, what we need or what is still left to do is to develop metta for a person we hate or a person we consider to be our enemy. So these two kinds of people, person we hate and a person we consider to be our enemy, is this the same or how uh, do they differ? 
So please answer this question. A person we hate and a person who is our enemy, is this the same kind of person or is there a difference? With which one? Enemy. Enemy. Fear is uh-huh. the same. Oh, Hindu Soro, oh, Chaute What about the person you hate? So, yogis, meditators, reply. Atutube. The monk said, it's not, there's a difference. Another yogi said, there is no difference. Sayadam sees the difference in these two kinds of persons in the following way. An enemy is somebody who, tr- who harms us, who hits us, who um, is against us, who even tries to kill us. And the person we hate is a person that we dislike, we don't want to see this person, we don't want to hear uh, the person speaking, we don't want to, to, to meet this person. In this way, Zayadol uh, uh, says they differ. So Zayadol will relate an event that happened here in Myanmar and it's a person who is called Ugo Ni and he was a lawyer and he was an advisor for the constitutional law Recently, 
um, he went to Indonesia and he came back with the plane with tireways coming back to uh, the Yangon International Airport. So he came to the airport in Yangon, then stepped out of the building to wait for the car which was coming to pick him up. And while waiting, he held his grandchild in his arms. So at that time, he must be thinking, now the car is soon coming, and then I will go home. While he was waiting for his car, another man, whose name was Go Chilin, approached him from behind with a gun in his knife and shot him in his head. And so with that Ukoni he died. So in or Ukoni he he didn't hate the man who murdered him. He didn't hate this man Go Chilin. And uh, before he had never heard of this man. However, this man, Go Chi Lin, he, he planned to kill Ugoni. He, he made his plans to kill him. So, Go Chi Lin is considered to be the enemy of Ugoni. Um, a person we hate. In this regard, we can assume that Go Chi Lin hated Ugo Ni. So Go Chi Lin, he hated Ukoni, he didn't want to see him, he didn't want to meet him, he didn't want that he was alive in this world. In this way, Gochi Lin hated Ukoni.
So in this way, Sayadaw thinks that these two kinds of person are not the same, like an enemy and a person we hate. That's not the same kind of person. So, starting from today, you should all develop metta for an enemy. Yes, correct. Yandugo. So, as Sayadaw said, an enemy is somebody who wants, who, who harms us, who maybe injures us, who even wants to kill us, who creates problems for us. And so, trying to develop metta for such a person is quite difficult. So, regarding uh, enemies, um, we may know some enemies, but uh, we also may not know uh, our enemies. If we try to develop metta for an enemy, because it's quite difficult, uh, it may be that we are not able to cultivate metta. That's why we have started with the cultivation of metta with ourselves in order to strengthen the quality of metta. As just said, we started with the development of metta for ourselves and after we change to a respected person or a benefactor, then we went on to cultivate metta for a dear friend, a close person, then to a neutral person. And so now, for 12 days, we have been cultivating metta. And in the meantime, it has become uh, quite strong. Sayadaw thinks that by now uh, it should be possible to develop metta either for an enemy 
or for a person we hate. So we should look into our mind, into our heart, and see, is there a person I hate? If not now, but before, some years ago, um, <clears throat> when you were younger, there might have been persons you disliked. There might have been persons with whom you didn't get along, persons you hated. And also, uh, the there, there are persons around who have, in one way or another, uh, created suffering for you, caused mental suffering, frustration, and so on. There are persons who, in their whole life, have never had such persons. For such persons who have never had any persons they hate or disliked, who have never had an enemy, for these persons there is no need to cultivate metta for an enemy or a person they hate. For these meditators who have never had a person they disliked or hated in their life, who have no enemy at all, then they should go on to cultivate metta for all living beings. Then these meditators, they should cultivate metta for all living beings, wishing may all beings be happy and peaceful, may all beings be happy and peaceful, and so on, practicing like this in sitting meditation. And likewise, during the walking meditation and during the general activities, uh, developing metta for all living beings, wishing may all beings be happy and peaceful, may all beings be happy and peaceful. And for meditators who have people they dislike or that they hate, for people who have enemies, 
So starting from today, you should develop metta for these people. So if you are going to develop metta for either a person you dislike or hate or for an enemy, then first of all you should bring up such a person in your mind. And then uh, cultivating this wish for this person to be happy and peaceful. For example, may my enemy be happy and peaceful. May my enemy be happy and peaceful. When developing metta, either for an enemy or for a person we dislike or hate, it can happen that we cannot really uh, develop loving kindness. So if it's not possible, then we go back to a person for whom we have been able to cultivate metta, for whom it was easy. So that can be for ourselves, it can be for a benefactor, or it can be for a dear friend. Then we develop metta for this person for whom it's easy to develop metta until the power of metta has become very strong. And when the metta, metta has become powerful, then we change to the either enemy or the person we dislike or hate and uh, try to develop metta for this person. If it's possible to develop metta, either for the enemy or for the person we dislike or hate, then we simply continue with cultivating metta for this person. However, if it's not possible to cultivate metta, if this quality of metta uh, does not arise, then we go back again either to the benefactor or the dear friend 
and uh, develop metta for this person for whom it's easy to cultivate it. And again, when with the easy person the metta has become strong again, then we try again to develop metta either for the enemy or the person we dislike or hate. In this way, we can switch back and forth until we are able to cultivate metta for the enemy or the person we dislike or hate. So, until we are able to do it, then the metta also is strong. And for how long do we need to cultivate metta for, for example, the person we dislike or hate? So we um, cultivate as long as it needs that this person we hate or dislike becomes like a friend. So we should check in our heart and mind, like this person I dislike or hate, do I still dislike the person, do I still hate this person or not, is that person like my friend? So checking every now and again and whenever we find that there is still some dislike or some hate in regard to this person, we continue with cultivating metta for this person. When we, when we come to know or when we realize that there is absolutely no more dislike, no more hate for this person, but that our heart and mind is uh, just full of metta, strong metta, then we can conclude that um, we have been successful in our uh, practice. So this morning in the interview, one meditator said that, or Sayadaw said now, uh, you have been cultivating metta for yourself, for a benefactor, for a very dear person, and for a neutral person. 
So for which kind of these four persons uh, is it easiest to cultivate metta? And the meditator replied, well, it's, uh, it's the same for these four persons. There is no difference. And Saito said, yes, this is correct. That's correct because metta uh, does not make any differentiation. This Burmese saying goes like this um, the back and the chest of a person is the same. <laughs> and in the practice of metta meditation, so it should be the same for each kind of person. There should be, it should not be easier for one kind of person and or more difficult for another kind of person. If one says, ah, oh, um, I can cultivate metta for a dear friend, but I'm not able to cultivate metta for an enemy, or I can cultivate metta for a dear friend, but I cannot cultivate metta for a person whom I dislike or hate. So if that's the case, that's not yet... Uh, that's not really um, the practice is not yet fulfilled so the quality of metta needs to be the same for all of these five kinds of persons and likewise, it must be the same quality of metta for all living beings. In the scriptures, there is an example given. So one takes uh, milk, cow's milk, and water, and mixes them together, and stirring well. Mm-hmm. 
So putting milk and water together, stirring well, we can no longer say this is milk and this is water. We can no longer differentiate it. And likewise, in the practice of metta meditation, there is no longer any differentiation between the person we call a dear friend and the person we call our enemy. There is no more difference between a close person or a person we dislike. Only when this quality of metta is the same for all kinds of persons, for all uh, living beings, uh, is it um, authentic metta. In the Visuddhimagga, there is also um, an example. So, imagine you are in, in the forest and you are there, a very dear person and a person uh, you hate. And one day, a group of bandits come to you there in the forest. And so you ask, what do you do here? What have you come for? And the leader of the bandit says, well, we have come here because we want to make an offering to the uh, spirits, and for this we need the blood of a human being, like cutting off the throat, and then take the blood to make this offering to the spirit. And so the leader of the bandit says, you know, uh, we need one of you three persons. So then, if you, as a meta meditator, would say, okay, uh, I will go, I will offer myself uh, to the bandits, then this shows that the meta practice is not yet fully complete. Why? Well, there is metta for the other two people, the dear one, the person we hate, so we do not want to give them to the bandits, but we still see the difference between us and them, 
and so uh, the quality of metta for ourselves um, in a way is or the quality of metta as a whole is not complete Or else, if you as the meta meditator uh, say, okay, you can take the person I hate or my enemy, uh, this also shows that uh, the quality of meta is not yet fully developed. This shows that you know, we may have metta for the dear person, but there is no metta for the person we hate. Or else, if we decide and say, okay, um, you can take my, the, the, per, the, the dear person, um, me, myself, and the person I hate will stay back. So, in that case, it also shows that the quality of metta is not yet fully developed. So only when the meta person says, no, I cannot make any choice among the three people to give to you the, the bandits um, because there is equal meta for all the three persons, also meaning uh, not wishing that any of the three persons experience any suffering. So, uh, when the meta person says, no, I cannot, make a cho- uh, cannot choose among these three people, I cannot give you any one of us three, in this case, it is said that the quality of metta is completely uh, cultivated. And so likewise, for you as metta meditators, uh, you should cultivate the metta until you can, until there is absolutely no more person you consider an enemy or no more person uh, you have any dislike for or you hate. Thank you.
title wants to relate the story um, uh, in regard to an Australian monk who was meditating under Sayadaw's guidance in about 2001. Uh, this person had been practicing Vipassana meditation in Australia, but then he came uh, to Burma and wanted to practice Vipassana meditation under Sayadaw's guidance. And uh, for the practice, he wanted to ordain as a monk, and so Sayadaw ordained him as a monk. And his monk name was U Vimala Ramsi. <coughs> and then <coughs> he practiced Vipassana meditation um, for about one and a half months, and um, he he tried his best in the practice. And his Vipassana insights were also good. So after about one and a half months, he told Sayadaw that he wanted to practice metta meditation. <coughs> So at that time, um, Arya, Jani, and Mimi were Sayadaw's translators. And he gave the same instructions for the metta meditation as you have received here. First of all, he told him to develop metta for himself. And he had him develop metta for himself for four or five days. And he was able to do it. He didn't encounter any difficulties. And then Sayato had him cultivate metta for a respected person or a benefactor, and he could do it well. It was not difficult for him. And as the next step, he had him cultivate metta for a dear friend. And it was, he could do it very well. And as he developed metta for his very dear friend, um, he experienced as if the, the physical body of his friend had disappeared. 
sorry, um, the monk felt like his body uh, disappeared. And And so then his experience was that uh, he felt like um, he was in his friend's body. And he also experienced or uh, that his uh, friend was smiling. He saw the smiling face of his friend. And as he continued to practice, um, he, Uvimala Ramsey, uh, started to laugh and laugh loudly. So he developed metta until reaching the metta jhana. So when we speak of samadhi or jhana absorption, this means that our mind is completely absorbed into the object of our meditation, that one is one-pointedly focused on the object of meditation. And so when uh, Uvimala Ramsey started to laugh out loudly, some Burmese meditators uh, at that time then reported that back to Sayadaw and said that this foreign monk was laughing in his meditation. And so he was not only smiling but laughing out loudly. And the other day, one of the meditators here said that she noticed that her, smile, that her face was smiling, and she even noticed that uh, there was some laughing sound. So when in the practice of metta meditation we develop this 
one-pointed concentration, when the mind is one-pointedly focused into the object of our meditation, and when uh, joy arises, happiness arises, or when the mind becomes very calm and peaceful, this means that uh, a meditator has reached the jhana, the absorption. So, in the case of Uvi Malau Ramsey, um, Sayadaw realizing that his concentration was very good, that he had reached also the jhana absorption, then Sayadaw instructed him to develop metta for an enemy. And he asked him, do you have an enemy? And he said, yes. Saido asked, who is your enemy? And he said, it's my wife. And Saito wanted to know why he considered his wife to be his enemy. And he said that she had done so many things um, to, to inflict suffering, uh, physical suffering and mental suffering in many ways. Again and again, she uh, harmed and hurt him in body and mind. So Sayadaw then said, okay, now uh, develop metta for this enemy. The next day in his interview, he said, it's not possible to develop metta for my wife for my enemy. Even if I direct my metta towards her, it doesn't connect to her. It comes back to me. Um, so, I do not really wish her to be healthy, happy, and well. It's more that I wish her uh, to suffer and feel miserable. Sayato then instructed him to go back to develop metta for his dear friend and to develop it 
to the point where the meta is really strong and powerful. He may even smile with a meta face. And then uh, change to the enemy, to his wife. Then the following day, when he came again for the interview, Saido asked him, Uvimala Ramsi, how is it now? Can you develop metta for your enemy? And he said, a little bit. And he said, I really try very hard to direct my metta towards her. Um, you know, I try very hard to direct my metta towards my wife, my enemy. Um, but sometimes it comes back, it uh, rebounds. So if I really mm, try very hard and uh, very strongly direct it towards her, then it's possible. But uh, if I reduce my effort, then it's no longer possible. And so Saido then told him again, um, you know, go back to the dear friend for whom you can very well cultivate metta, cultivate it until it becomes really strong, and then go back to the enemy, to your wife. And um, so then he did it for uh, four or five days. And uh, after about a week or ten days, then he was able to develop metta for his wife, for his enemy. Then he reported in the interview, you know, now I no longer hate my wife, this enemy. Uh, I do no longer consider her to be my enemy. But now she has become like a dear friend, same as a dear friend. And so then Sayada said, Okay, now um, your Uvimala Ramses, your Metta Parami has now uh, been perfected. Uh, 
So likewise, um, now when you develop meta for a person you dislike or hate or for an enemy, do it in this way. First of all, make the meta strong with the person for whom it's easy to develop strong meta and then go to that disliked person, the person you hate, your enemy, develop meta. If it's not possible or if the quality of meta weakens, go back to the person for whom it's easy to develop meta. And when the meta has become powerful, strong, go back to the other person. And when it's possible to cultivate meta, when it's going okay, then continue uh, to develop meta for the person you dislike, or the person you hate, or for your enemy. So in this way, we should continue to cultivate metta, like uh, Uvi Mala Ramsey, uh, to that point that he considered uh, his wife, his enemy, no longer to be an enemy until he saw her as a good or dear friend. So, you know, when you think that you are able to develop metta for the disliked person, the person you hate, or your enemy, then really check in your mind if this quality of metta is strongly present. Check in your mind if there is any person you consider to be a difficult person or a person you dislike. Check if there is a person you do not get along with. Check if there is a person you consider to be an enemy. And only when you find no longer such a person, only then can you conclude that the quality of meta is fully developed. When you come to that point where you can say there is truly no more person I dislike, there is truly no more enemy, there is truly no more person I do not get along with, then you can change and cultivate metta for all living beings. So then the practice is that you develop metta for all living beings throughout the day. 
You develop it in the sitting meditation for all beings. You develop it in the walking meditation for all beings. And likewise, you develop uh, metta for all beings in the general activities. So it's just wishing, may all beings be happy and peaceful. May all beings be happy and peaceful. So, by practicing this way, may, based on our uh, metta, may we be happy and peaceful, and may all living beings be happy and peaceful. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.